Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds. It is Red Friday. I'm covered in it. Ned's <laughs> kind of wearing an off-red. Off-red Friday. But it's not a Chargers color. It's not man. a Chargers color, and that's all that matters. So, Chiefs Chargers AFC West showdown. Defense needs to step up big time. They tend to play better at home, so I'm feeling good about that. One of the, the key injuries, I think, on the defensive side of the ball so far this season that's really hurt is the loss of Willie Gay. I think that's been big. I think you look at bringing him back into the mix, that kind of fills up the middle up a little bit. And, and keep in mind, again, I think the reason the run defense is suffering so much is because Chris Jones is now on the outside and there's no hurt, hurt in the middle. That's where uh, that's where I have a, a problem from a novice standpoint. The coaches know what they're doing, but I think they need to move Jones back to his original position. He was much more comfortable there. And in the case of Willie Gay, he can't play for another at least another week. That he's on that injured reserve, and that means he has to be off for three. So the earliest he can play is the Philadelphia Eagles game coming up next week. But uh, there are some guys who are banged up, and Jones is one of them. He has a wrist injury. These are not serious injuries. These are the nagging little bumps and bruises you get from contact football. But Jones, Derek Noddy has some problems. Anthony Hitchens has been bothered a little bit. But those guys will play against the Chargers. And I'm like you, Mike. I think the defense will step up. When they play before the loud home crowd, I don't care what anybody tells you, that gives a player for whom they're rooting a major psychological advantage. You may not realize this, but that is the case, and it's a pretty good little football team. It uh, It's going to be a good uh, a good game for sure. Um, and, you know, the AFC West, they're looking pretty good so far. Every team has definitely stepped up, okay. even the Broncos, which – they are going to give everyone a run for the money. It's not going to be an easy division to win at all, and neither is our schedule, to say the least. Atlanta Braves outfielder hits a home run that wasn't on Wednesday night. What yeah, the hell happened there? This is Adam Duvall, who is a very good hitter for the Atlanta Braves, who are probably probably going to win the National League East. They don't have it salted away yet. Philadelphia seems to hang in there, but... The Braves are probably going to win. Well, anyway, pay, playing the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks the other night, Duvall hit. He already has 38 home runs this year. He's a big-time slugger. Well, Duvall hit a two-run homer out of the ballpark. Only that's just it. It didn't leave the ballpark. It bounced off the outfielder's glove and then went over the wall. Home run. That's a home run. <laughs> Except that when the ball bounced off the glove of the outfielder, the runner in front of Duvall thought it was caught and turned around and ran back and Duval passed him on the line ah, 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 that's an out so the home run doesn't count but the runs that scored ahead of time do so he gets credit for an RBI like about one of them somewhere along the line but his three run homer is erased that's too bad but it is the rule of baseball come on man <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be on there all day long. Golly. You cannot pass a runner on the base. Heads no up baseball. What. Am I right, Ned? Heads up baseball. Right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So um, college football Saturday is going to have right, oh man, so many good games. So excited. Got really, really great games starting off Notre Dame, Wisconsin at 11. Then we've got the Arkansas game in the afternoon. And then... Missouri State Bears at home. It's going to be under the lights. Plaster, it's looking like it's going to be a great night for football. That's the Missouri Valley Conference opener for both those teams, too. So it is a key game. South Dakota comes in here 
and I'm, boy, I hate this, but they may be flying under the radar. They're very good. No, it is not South Dakota State, a conference rival. It is South Dakota from Vermilion, the Coyotes. They're pretty good, folks. They come in with a record of 2-1 and one off a 48-14 pounding of Cal Poly. Cal Poly's not all that good, but it was out in California that, San, uh, that uh, uh, South Dakota won this game. They also have a win over Northern Arizona, which is a pretty good ball club, and their one loss is to KU. Now, the Jayhawks are pretty shaky. And uh, South Dakota lost to them by three at the gun in Lawrence, 17-14. This team can play. They're big. They have some local products. Kids from this area playing for them up in Vermilion, South Dakota. Who'd want to go up there? I'll never tell you. But <laughs> that's, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be saying that. But the fact of the matter is that South Dakota comes down here, and they are a good football team. 7 o'clock kickoff time at Plaster Sports Conference. I know exactly why you wouldn't go up to Dakota, bud, is because you can barely deal with the, it when it's in its 60s. <laughs> cold, too cold. Once it goes below 60, Ned, his mood changes immediately. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it should be a great game. And uh, what's the... Uh, What's the spread on this? They don't. They being the uh, the big money out in Vegas don't spread one double A games until the postseason when they have the playoffs. But I would put the Bears as probably about a four point favorite. Weren't they spring. doing those though earlier in the the springtime football? That's though? when it was the only game. <laughs> That's why I asked. I wanted to see if the tradition continued and Friday for a lot of reasons because we honor our veterans first and foremost. Secondly, we honor the kingdom. The Kansas City Chiefs. And third, man, you got to put your red on for the St. Louis Cardinals, who yesterday were down five runs, win the game 8-5, to five, 12 straight. Holy moly, Ned, what the hell is happening? Well, they, they are just so hot and doing everything right now. Mike, I got into a discussion yesterday with a fellow who said, boy, they're really playing great ball, and they, and they are. They're, they're getting a lot of breaks, and things are going their way, and they're, they are so confident in themselves. But the good teams do this all year long, and the Cardinals have not. They haven't played consistent baseball, which leads me to believe that, oh, I hate to say this, I don't want to be negative, but if this comes crashing down, Anyway, it's not going to as far as the playoffs are concerned. I really feel like the Cardinals are in now. They've got that second wild card. And who knows? As as hot as they are, they could still catch the Brewers. It'd be really inconceivable that they do. They're seven and a half games back with, I think, ten to go. But, hey, stranger things have happened. And Man. they just got through sweeping the Brewers in Milwaukee. So interesting things can happen, but the Cardinals do win down 5-1 to the Brewers. Grand slam in the first inning. I'm going to tell you, I'm not a predictor of any any stretch of the imagine, uh, imagination, but when that kid hit that grand slam in the first inning and put Milwaukee up 4 nothing, the Cardinals will win this game. And, <laughs> and they did. They did, because you have to play consistent yep, baseball. You do, and they're showing the small ball works. We talk about it all the time. I don't know why nobody listens to us, Ned, but it works. You know the last time they went 12 straight? Would have been about, uh, well, maybe 1980-something, somewhere around there. The year of my birth, 1982. Was it 82? You're that young. Oh, come on, Ned. Don't make me feel old. That's 39 years ago. 82. You know, I got got a kid in high school. Nothing makes you feel older than going to pick up your kid in high school. Oh, yes, it does. (laughs) That's when you pick up your grandson or your (laughs) (laughs) great-grandson. All right, we'll stop talking about that then. Well, uh, doubleheader for the Cardinals today, so good luck. Right, they got a doubleheader. They are playing Chicago Cubs, and keep in mind now, for at least the rest of this year, the doubleheaders are seven innings apiece, and the Cardinals in one of them, planning on throwing Jack Flaherty. That'll probably be in the second game. It's a day-night doubleheader at Wrigley Field. They all are anymore. I hate that concept. But 
Uh, the same, by the same token, the Cardinals could could end the day tying their club record for consecutive victories, which is 14. Cardinals have 12 straight wins and are really roaring at the moment. They really are, and hopefully they can keep it going, man. It'd be great to start the weekend off with two wins. <laughs> Jeez Louise. And then, at that point, if they take out both today, they've tied the record for the streak, 14. 14. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, so last time uh, Missouri State Bears baseball and jury played, the game was won by one run. What was the deal with last night? You getting close? One run as well. Oh man, <laughs> the hell's going on? Missouri the, State. The last take time it? they played, though, the last time they played was a regular season game in the spring, and that's because Battle for Bell was canceled last year, so they put Dury on the regular schedule. But uh, this was a, that was a walk off home run that was uh, back in the spring. This time it's a walk off base hit up the uh, up the middle. That brought in the lead and winning run in the last of the ninth inning. I think, Mike, because it was an exhibition game, the game was going to end after nine innings regardless of what happened. But it was a really good exhibition game. Terrific contest. Had about fifteen to 1,600 fans nice. on hand. All, of course, uh, benefiting ALS, the ALS unit at Cox, uh, Cox Health Systems, which is the only one in this area. And like Lisa Alexander from Cox told us last night, they treat almost... Uh, well, it's 137 patients from Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas. They come that far up. Wow. Now, it's an incurable disease, but it's, the concept is making life better for mm-hmm. these folks for as long as they're going to be with us. Yeah. It's a really catastrophic illness, and somewhere along the line, we're going to find a cure for it. Baseball game won by Missouri State, 5-4, base hit, last of the ninth inning, drove home, the winning run from third, and... You would have thought they just won the World Series the way the players came off. But keep in mind, it is one of the very few games they'll play during the fall, and it is an exhibition. Game. You're playing for turf rights when you play a game like that, Ned. Uh, last but not least, Chiefs Chargers. Sunday, we've got the uh, bourbon for your drinks and your mimosas, and we've got the uh, vodka laid out for the guys making the Bloody Marys. Ned Talk starts at 10. It is 10 o'clock. It'll be the... The first of the games that we've had at ten o'clock. This I year. miss the new man. I'm you know I I love that the Chiefs are getting the attention and we've got you know what three, three NBC primetime games this season, yep. which is awesome. I mean it sucks because I stay you know I'm up so late, but I I I love the noon games, man, because it's either sets the tone for the day. It's like oh yeah win or. Okay, let's forget about it. We, we better make it clear, too. The 10 o'clock, folks, is when the broadcast starts. Yes. That's Ned Talk here. That's the pre-pregame show, 10 to 11. Then the Chiefs pregame show with Haynes and Holdus and all that crew. That begins at 11 o'clock. And the kickoff is shortly after 12. It is the Chiefs and the Chargers. Chiefs remain a six-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. But do hope you join us for the pre-pregame show because my buddies and I it's like sitting around at a, it's a great uh, time. refreshing table. It is, it is. <laughs> and and uh, we're going to be over at Coyotes, Arrowhead South, starting at 10-2, playing Ned Talk so you can listen to these guys and qualify to win that awesome uh, Kingdom Custom Teardrop trailer we're giving away. So we'll be there with the brunch and all that, and Ned and these guys will be doing their thing, Ned Talk, on Sunday yeah, at 10. Except that we won't have brunch here. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll figure it out. We'll get you a, we'll get you a pancake, I swear. <laughs> Ned, you have a great weekend, sir. Yes, sir.